Studios. This, this is the award-winning After 9 with Scott and Kat. Powered by Tony Johal, broker at REMAX Twin City. Your home sold guaranteed or he'll buy it. Happy motherfucking Friday. <laughs> How are you? I'm pretty darn good in yourself. Good. Uh, Dave is off today, everybody. He's on his honeymoon. Very delayed. You got Very married delayed. a year and a half ago. <laughs> Very delayed honeymoon. But, I mean, that's the case for a lot of people, right? They just kind of waited for the for the honeymoon to be happening, and here he is, because they went to a nice tropical destination. Is, is that the way it happened? Did most people get married but put off their honeymoon, or did they put off the wedding altogether? I think a lot of people just gave up on like waiting for that big wedding. There are a lot of weddings taking place right now. You might've noticed and they're booked solid. All these venues are booked solid all throughout 2022. So there's a lot of people who just decided, no, we're waiting until we can celebrate. But I think there's also a lot of people for me, it seemed like a lot of people that just wanted to be like, okay, let's go. Cause I want to have babies. I want to get my life started here. How many years do we have to wait? Right. So for those who just, yeah, I want to get pregnant. And that's the way that I want to do it is get married and then get pregnant and let's fucking go here. They're going to go ahead and, they got married then, and they'll wait for their honeymoon. So I'm guessing it's like a baby-making time if you're on your honeymoon delayed. Oh, do you think they're making babies Maybe. now? Maybe. I mean, I, we can ask him. He's cool with us asking very personal questions, and that's a very personal question to ask your boss, but I could do it. Have we ever asked her? Is she okay with me asking personal questions? Um, I think that uh, you'll find out if you ask her how she feels about it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'll let you do that. <laughs> okay, no, fair enough. No, I think that, uh, yeah, I, I think that a lot of people, though, are probably, if they're traveling to an exotic place, of course, they waited for their honeymoon. Yeah. Well, as ja- exotic as Jamaica is. Jamaica's not, oh, the be- weather's better than here. Look at this fucking snow squalls. Give me two islands that are a hard yes and two islands that are a hard no. Okay, so for me, um, for me, only because I've been there a billion times, I'm not. I'm probably not going to go back to Mexico anywhere in Mexico. Fuck Mexico. You know what? You know, fuck I d- them. Okay, so fuck them. <laughs> I don't feel that way. It's not that I. It's not that. It's not a fuck Mexico thing for me. It's that I've been there. I've lit- I've been there five times. So I'm kind of over that. Mm-hmm. Just because I feel like I've seen it all. I've been to all the things. I've gone everywhere. Where else is there? I've seen the beautiful beaches of Cancun. They're probably one of the best beaches, by the way. It's Cancun. Um, and then also Jamaica because I've been there twice. So for me, I'd like to go somewhere different and new that I haven't been before. So, I mean, I want to go somewhere that's a little more, uh, I don't know, maybe it might be more expensive, but, you know, somewhere like really nice. I don't even know. Like Hawaii, I wouldn't mind going to Hawaii. I'd never been. Hawaii's bullshit. Why, why is Hawaii bullshit, though? It looks very pretty. I want to do, like, the Jurassic Park ATV shit that they have in the movies. Okay, well, uh, let me back up. First off, when it comes to Mexico, here's the reason fuck Mexico. There's nothing wrong with Mexico. I love the food. Did you hear I that? love he the culture. He hates Mexicans. Did you hear that? <laughs> I love the food. I love the culture. It's great. The problem is, the last time I was there, I crashed a jet ski in the middle of the Gulf of Mexico, oh. rode it off, and I think I owe them money. So I can't go back to Mexico. Then that's not a Meg- fuck you Mexico problem. That's a you problem. You did. It was that. their jet ski and their Gulf. I was just a victim. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I did. I crashed a jet ski in I Mexico. Was a it was victim. a fucking mess. Oh my god. Uh, and and when it comes to Hawaii, here's the thing about Hawaii. Hawaii, a lot of people think, oh, it sounds beautiful and it's great, and it is, partially. You can be in your hotel in Mexico. Let's say you're in the lobby and it's open air and it's beautiful. And sorry, in in Hawaii. And and you look out and you see those gorgeous pristine beaches in the Pacific, and it's great. 
But then you go out the the other door of the hotel that leads to the street, and it's Taco Bell, Best Buy, CVS, Walgreens. Okay. It's very much an American state that just happens to have a nice waterfront. Okay, so because it just seems too much like home, you feel like if you go there, you're not as much on a vacation and exploring a different culture as you would, if, unless you stay on the resort. Sure. I mean, in all fairness, you can stay on the resort, experience the culture of Hawaii yep. and its people. And get all of that and not leave the resort, right? Right. But as soon as you do, you could you could be on the streets of Hawaii and other than the clothes and the beautiful weather, I could tell you you're in Florida and you wouldn't fucking know the difference. Wow. It's when you go to the beach that you realize, oh, this is Hawaii that I want. Interesting. See, okay, knowing that, I probably wouldn't step foot off the resort. There's not a lot of places I did. Um, when I went to the Bahamas, and I do recommend the Bahamas. Great. Really nice. Really nice. I want to go to the Bombler Resort in the Bahamas. It's... It, Going off resort there is not a, it's not bad. No. Actually, they have a nice little villa, the fish market and stuff. It's very popular, touristy. I didn't mind that. Going off resort in Jamaica, wouldn't recommend it. Not one bit. I didn't enjoy that not either. Not good. Not good. Not a good time for me at all. Barbados so- and St. Martin are incredible islands that I've been to. I did not like St. Lucia. I've never been to Aruba, believe it or not. The one I want to go to is what I hope is the next Canadian province, Turks and Caicos. Come on, why can't we do that? You know, when you look at the massive, epic amount of fucking around that gets done in Ottawa, why has nobody taken this up as a serious cause? Because, you know, I honestly thought when Trudeau ran in 2015 or 2016 or whatever it was, I thought, here's a guy who likes to party. Here's a guy who's going to do some underhanded shit that we're going to like. First thing he did, legalize the weed. Oh, okay, all right, and that's going great. Remember all those people were predicting the end of the world and, oh, the DUIs, and, ah, it's going to be terrible if we legalize weed. What about the kids? That went fine. So now, Justin, while we're doing that shit, get on the Turks and Caicos. They want to be part of Canada. They want loonies and toonies as currency. They want a Tim's, a Canadian tire. Make it a province. And then make it, when you fly to Turks and Caicos, no different than you're flying to Nova Scotia or Alberta or Saskatchewan. Make it Canadian. I totally agree with you. I'd love that. That would be amazing because it would be like our Hawaii, right? It's the best thing to do. We'll guard them. Do you know how many more people would probably join the Canadian Marines if we had a fucking base in Turks and Caicos? Oh, here's your assignment. You're going to be stationed there. Your job's to guard the island we have in the Caribbean. Cool. Lots of other countries have got islands in the Caribbean. We should have one, too. Cool, man. Yeah, I'll do that. Um, or I've, if Puerto Rico gets sick of America's shit, we'll take them, too. I love Puerto Rico. I uh, voice stuff on the side for different places, and one of them is actually Turks and Caicos. Did you know it's actually Caicos? They hate when we say Caicos. Oh, really? Turks and Caicos Islands. Well, fuck them, too, then. Well, no, don't say <laughs> fuck them. We need them. We do. Caicos. I agree. Turks and Caicos. Uh, Dave is in Jamaica. He will be back next week. We have a ton of things that I want to get to in this one. I think everybody remembers the story. What was this about a year ago, two years ago when the girl put gorilla glue in her hair? Yeah. It was to keep her extensions in, wasn't it? It was less than a year ago. Did that happen this year? I don't know, but if if it was around the Tiger King era when everything was fucked up. Was that what it was? Oh my God. So for those that forget gorilla glue girl, that's what she's known as, by the way, I feel, I feel bad because I still don't even know what her name is. Uh, She's just gorilla glue girl hair girl. (laughs) I don't even know what her name is, but everyone knows by that. She put it in her hair by accident, thought it was a different product. And I did feel bad for her at the time because that sucks. And when you looked at the bottle in comparison, remember it was like, just looked the same. 
as the bottle of hair shit Gorilla Glue did. Mm -hmm. And then she, well, at first she said maybe it was a mix-up or they thought it was a mix-up, but no, she really put it in her hair. So anyway, she ended up getting a surgery and a a surgeon actually performed this for free for her. She didn't have the money. So then we learned that she wants to be a rapper. Of course she does. And this is where it all goes downhill. Because I guess there's a backstory here with Nicki Minaj. She was hoping that Nicki Minaj could help her out, try to help make her famous and blah, blah, blah. And basically Nicki Minaj at this point has shunned her. And maybe it's because she actually heard a demo from the Gorilla Glue girl. Because this is now the song. There's a song. It is all about the ordeal. The song is called, and I apologize in advance, My Hair. It don't move, it don't move my hair. You hear what I'm telling you? It don't move my hair, my hair, my hair, my hair, my hair, my hair. It don't move, it don't move my hair. It don't move, it don't move. Is that a kid in college? Not Nicki Minaj. Here's my first group assignment. I had a problem, I had to use Gorilla Glue just to solve it. I went from silky to solid. Tried to wash it with everything I could think of, but nothing was making progress. I was stopping with the dude. Okay. I get that a lot of people want to be rich and famous and becoming a rapper seems like an easy way to do it because they all seem to have a lot of money and they're having a good time. Who's going to tell Gorilla Glue Girl that she is not a very good singer? Who's going to do that? I don't know. I don't do know. you sit her down and tell her that or do you just let her run with it and, and let people pan that song as they likely will? You know what this reminds me of? Bad Bobby. You know who that is? Oh, You know yeah. who that is? Cash Me Outside Chick? Yeah. Cash Me Outside Chick hangs out with famous people now. This is what we've done. Why? What, what famous person wants to hang out with her? It's, you know, I wish I had the real answers. I don't know. I don't know. Is she paying them? Like, hey, if you hang out with me, if, if we can be seen having lunch together, she's, I'll give you 10 grand. She's made money, too. Like, the chick's rich now. From who? People watching her. I, I don't remember. If she, I have to look it up. I don't remember if she has an OnlyFans or some shit, but apparently she's making a ton of money right now. Online, she's got a ton of followers. Can she's you, like, hire me. her for birthday parties and grand openings and stuff like that? <laughs> Probably. I, I wouldn't invite her to the opening of an envelope. I doubt she'll say no to much. She doesn't seem like it. I just don't understand what makes you think, well, I'm just going to be a rapper. And then you put that out. My hair, it don't move. It don't move. My, My hair. hair. It don't move. It don't move. My hair. Like, fuck. Drink a Red Bull or something. There's zero energy in that delivery. <laughs> it's true. Tessica Brown is her real name, by the way. So apparently her manager, she has a manager, um, says she recorded it um, a month ago. It was put together by an independent music producer slash engineer. His name is Phil Valley. And apparently she wrote it all by herself. I know. No You're shit. probably thinking, wow, those lyrics, though. Who wrote that? It was her, guys. I know. Uh, it's also <laughs> the first time she's ever rapped. I, I believe that. Why? I believe that's her first try at rapping. Why? And by the way, it was February that happened, by the way. The Gorilla Glue situation was February. That was this that, year? That shows you how long this year has been. Holy shit. <laughs> that's crazy, Kat. That's messed up. While we're playing stuff, let's go to... <laughs> I don't know if this is going to be fun or if I'm going to get pissed off, but... <laughs> It is Movember, and we're raising money for men's cancers. And and the Premier of Ontario, Doug Ford, has not missed an opportunity in recent memory to point out and celebrate the various things that we're celebrating, including Movember. So yesterday he put out a video, and it's kind of like scripted Doug meets off-script Doug. 
<laughs> Watching it is brilliant. Well, you know what it is? We'll, we'll play a bit of it for you. But you do have to watch it to see where his eyes go in this. Well, they wrote who the person was in the picture yeah. on the back of the picture. And Doug couldn't have made it any more obvious <laughs> that he was fucking reading it. Okay, let's, before we talk more about what happens behind the scenes, and you know, maybe we'll pause it. I pause it as we go through this video. You go ahead. Just to explain to you what's happening. Here is Douglas Ford talking about, by the way, a fantastic cause. It sometimes doesn't get the recognition it deserves. It November, really November's fantastic. We, we definitely encourage you to give to the cause. Very good. Here is Doug Ford. Folks, you know, I went through a lot of pictures to find out who had pictures. the best mustaches for Movember. Since I'm not a mustache guy, and I probably couldn't grow one if, even if I tried, but here we go. Let me see if you can catch this one. Lionel Richie. He read that, by the way, did not take his eyes off the back of the paper. No. Lionel Richie. Uh, here we got a nice black guy with a nice mustache. <laughs> oh, his name's on here, isn't it? Uh, Lionel Richie. Surprised you didn't say Eddie Murphy. I mean, what? <laughs> Who's that? Oh, it's a different guy. Uh, all right, let's keep going. Oh, this this is my favorite. This guy's been around since I was a you know a little guy. Um, Yosemite Sam. I think he has the best stash out of them all. I mean, he does. Not 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 wrong. Let's see who this guy is. Okay. <laughs> Famous Mark Twain. <laughs> okay. Okay. So hold up here. He doesn't so know who the it, fuck Mark Twain is. He goes, let me see who this guy is. Looks at the picture, doesn't know. Looks at the back to read who it is and says, oh, the famous Mark Twain. Well, if you're so fucking famous, how can you just know who he was? Famous Canadian. He's Shania's brother. This is Mark Twain. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. I want to keep going here with, oh, this is, this is a good one too. Okay. One of my favorite hockey players, uh, Maple Leaf. I know he went to Calgary, but I always look at him as a Maple Leaf. With Daryl Sittler, it is Lanny McDonald. He has probably the best stash in uh, in the NHL. That's true. He does. He does. Sure. Yeah. At the time, let's see who else we have here. Oh yeah, this guy has a good stash. Ned Flanders. <laughs> okay, let's try another one. Who's this? Oh, this this guy's famous. Everyone knows who he is. Albert Einstein. Then why did you read it? <laughs> why did you have to fucking read it? Oh, everybody knows who this guy is. Albert Einstein. <laughs> really smart guy. Invented toothpaste. Yeah. <laughs> this right here, folks, is the guy who invented the telephone. What? What? No. Oh, I mean, he probably did some at some point. This is good. Okay, let's fast forward a little bit here. Let's go to this one. <laughs> oh, yeah. This, this is uh, all the, the women's heartthrob. Tom Selleck. Oh, yeah. All the ladies are clamoring for Tom Selleck, Doug. What else we have here? Okay, this one's a little tougher because, you know something? I couldn't get this one, but I would say Sam Elliott. Okay, hang on. Hold on. Hold on. He picks up a picture of Sam Elliott, and I only know, in fairness, I only know who Sam Elliott is because I watched The Ranch. He was fantastic on The Ranch. He picks up the thing, looks at him, and said, this is a tough one. I, but I'm going to guess Sam Elliott or something. He made it seem like he was guessing. It's written on the back, and it's you read it, and you right said you didn't know. On the paper. But Done. I would say Sam Elliott. What do you mean, but I would say Sam Elliott? Listen. A little tougher, because you know something? I couldn't get this one, but I would say Sam Elliott. 
So you did get it. And then, okay, and then. who else do we have? There, we're back. We're back to, I think it's, yeah, we're back to Lionel Richie. <laughs> so you choose. <laughs> he, had to, he had to double check the back to make sure that was Lionel Richie to make sure he knew he was back in the beginning. Oh, it's just such a good video. You know what? It just made me laugh. Again, Movember's a great cause. I am so glad that Dougie's bringing a little extra awareness. Nothing wrong with it. But uh, it's just, his videos are great. They're great. <laughs> I love them. I wish it was food, to be fair. By the way, can we get a new food video from Dougie? Oh, he hasn't made a cheesecake or anything in ages. Pretty certain Dougie and his people listen to the show. Somebody does. Somebody does. Can you get him to do another food video? Because it is just, it just makes my day. Makes my day. I also like it when they take him to, and, and all politicians do this. This isn't unique to Doug, but when they're campaigning, they take him around all kinds of different like manufacturing facilities and stuff like that. Like Doug is the type who seems genuinely shocked at how they get the caramel in the caramel bar. <laughs> like, oh fuck, that's how they do it. Oh, I didn't know. <sighs> Just take him on more of those. Either way. <clears throat> uh, good job to draw attention to it. And yes, guys, we are now more than halfway through November. If you get an opportunity to donate to men's cancers, please do that. Today is International Men's Day. Oh, yes. How are you going to make your husband feel like a man today, Don't you want to know? Don't you want to know? <laughs> I'll I'm leave sure it he at wants that. to know. He's probably <laughs> listening on his way home from work right now, undoing his belt. He knows. <laughs> uh, it's World Toilet Day, too. That's weird why, that we, why, why on the same day? Don't you, as a man, how does that make you feel that they put those right on the same day? We constantly get screwed over, constantly. Hey, it's International Men's Day on World Toilet Day. You guys do spend a fair amount of time on there. I don't understand, and I'm not saying, yeah, each to each their own, and every individual is different, but men tend to take a lot longer in the bathroom, particularly on the toilet, than women. Why is that, Scott? And you know, I... I'd love to give you a coherent answer for why that is and tell you, oh, I don't know, maybe men have longer intestines and it takes longer for the, <laughs> the poo to crown or something. I'd love to tell you that that's the reason. The poo to crown. Oh, God. I'd love to tell you there's a good reason for it, but frankly, I don't understand it either. I don't know why guys will go into the bathroom and sit down in there for like half an hour. Yeah. And they're doing everything. They're they're texting, they're watching television, they're like running the shower to warm up and all that sort of shit. And I can't explain it. I, I really can't. But I will tell you that in honor of World Toilet Day, they obviously got some fodder out of it and, and they surveyed some people and, and they found that men are statistically far more likely than women to watch movies in the bathroom. Hmm. What are you doing? Like on the like actively on the toilet? Like, like they get there, they turn around, pull their pants down, sit down, begin the process, and throw a movie on. It's not even like they're in a bathtub, they're on a toilet. Yeah. Guys are fucking lazy though. It's like they don't even want to push it out. They're just gonna wait until gravity drops that deuce into the bowl. <laughs> Maybe that's why it takes so long. I can't explain it. I, I really can't. But watching a full-blown movie Ooh. in the toilet? Mm. In the poll, the movies were described as guilty pleasures with cheesy action scenes or slapstick comedy. Yeah, again, I, I'm not watching a kung fu movie on the shitter. Nobody's watching a full movie, right? Like we're talking about bits and pieces of a movie? I guess. You fast forward to the good parts? I'm not sure. 
Or maybe guilty pleasures is code for porn. Yeah, yeah, it could be code for porn. That's what I, that, I mean, that's where my mind went. When you said movies, I'm like, oh, well, the movies are only like seven minutes long because that's all it really takes, isn't it? It's like, what's six, six, seven minutes, Max? That's why they have that short section at the Oscars. It's all movies guys can watch while they're trying to poo. <laughs> I, uh... I don't know why any guy would watch porn while they're sitting on the toilet. But guys, think about this for a second. You sit down. Mm-hmm. You, you, you push your pecker down into the bowl so that everything ends up in the bowl. Right. And I imagine you kind of have to back your ass up a little bit just to make sure that everything fits in there. Right. Got like juvenile records playing. <laughs> back that ass up. You're, uh, you're, you're sitting there and, and everything's going in the bowl. But then you watch a video that's going to make your peckers start pointing up. That's not a good idea. That's how we end up with stories like, oh, some guy crushed his dick between the porcelain and the seat of a toilet. <laughs> that's how that shit happens. Yeah. You don't want to get a hard on while you're trying to poop. Why would you watch porn? You can't give it a little bend while that's happening. You just give it a little, a little tilt. Put it on a little axis there. You can't do that. Oh, before you know it, Kat, you're going to have one hand on the floor like a linebacker. Uh, just trying to keep everything pointing down. <laughs> My peen's pretty hard, but this movie's good, and I'm not done pooping yet. This visual is great. Oh, my God, what? Brace yourself. Yeah, that does sound pretty fucked up, so I understand where you're coming from here. Okay. It's, you know what? You answered a question or two of mine. All right. So probably not comfortable. All right. <laughs> uh, you have not listened to the new Adele album yet? No, I have not. Mm, have I you... hope it's good. I hope it's oh, good. Oh, it'll be good. And the reviews came in like a day or two ago because anybody who reviews these things, and I'm talking about, you know, your Hollywood reporters and your Varieties and Rolling Stone, all of those, right? They get early access to it, all of their critics, so that they're able to listen and give a review before they're even out. They do this to every album, by the way. But, of course, the bigger names get um, the more attention. All of them are saying it's great. There's not a one bad word to be said about her. And specifically, and it makes sense, the lyrics. Because she's just a fa- fabulous lyrical musician. On top of the fact she's got a fa- fantastic voice. Her lyrics are so deep. They really are. She talked about that on the Oprah special. Yes. She said, it's funny, I've listened to it, and I thought, wow, that's deep. But I'm not a deep person, so I don't know where that yeah. came from. So I think it's pretty cool. I... I I'm the type of person, so I'll probably put it on. Maybe I'll put it on in the background. I have um, my in-laws coming over later today, for example. They're coming for a visit. You know, maybe I'll have that on in the background. I'm not the type to listen, you know, word for word and get. Adele doesn't do much for me. And I don't mean that by I don't think she's a talented artist. And I don't think that I don't look forward to her songs. I like them. I like her. I think she's got a fantastic voice. And she is a great writer. But for Adele really hits people in the feels with her content, with her words. And if you can relate to them, that's where she gets you. And a lot of people can relate to them. I just find I don't relate a lot to it. And maybe that's why. Is Adele hot? I think she's beautiful. I think she's beautiful can too, I but say, I never hear people talking about Adele like she's uh, like she's Camila Cabello I or something like that. I think she's pretty. And I think she's always been pretty, by the way, even before she lost the weight. Because some people say, oh, she's being acknowledged now that she's lost the weight. I've always thought she's very pretty. Me too, actually. Yeah. Me too. So here's the scenario. You got two things in your hands. Have you ever done the wrong thing with the wrong hand? (laughs) 
Not that kind, not nothing that comes to mind that would that would be of highlight. <laughs> All right, I'm going to tell you the story and see if it jogs anything. A uh, 27 year old, her name is Carly. She's telling the story on TikTok about what happened to her. She had an ibuprofen pill in her hand, okay. in one hand. She was going to take a pill before she went to bed. In her other hand, her AirPod. Oh, I see where this is going. She says she was crawling into bed and had to take an ibuprofen and accidentally put the wrong hand to her mouth. (gasps) She realized her mistake as soon as she swallowed and instantly began freaking out. It was crazy. She sent a friend a frantic voice memo and the AirPod, which was still connected to her iPhone, audibly transmitted from inside her body. That is fucked up that's when she decided i better disconnect this then she got a notification from apple that an unknown airpod was traveling with her and she could play a sound to locate it (laughs) (laughs) that's now apple's just being a dick at that point right (laughs) your exercise ring is much further ahead (laughs) in an update she says She has a feeling it passed, but she chose not to retrieve it. She also had an x-ray afterwards to make sure everything was cool and that it was gone, which it was. Uh, Yeah, I I had a feeling it was gone. You checked your shit for days after that. There's no doubt in my mind you didn't. Okay, but if it's a big one, you might not necessarily see the AirPod. Would you want to know that it's out or would you just be content that eventually your body's going to flush it out? I think mental. She did the right thing, by the way, by still getting an x-ray and checking. Because that's I would have probably done that right away or tried to have thrown it up as much as that would have hurt. I would have tried to throw it up right away. I know I would have. And if it wouldn't come up, that's where I would be like, I'm going to the ER right now. It's good that it just passed because I wouldn't know. I wouldn't know what is an AirPod going to do inside my body. Is everything? It's not like swelling a battery, so I, I know it's not that bad. But there's still a lot of shit inside that AirPod that would worry me. Maybe your heart needs to call somebody or something. <laughs> oh, can you put AirPods on a vibrate mode? Because that would be funny. Oh, can you imagine? Okay, so in this case, I'm wondering where do you draw the line? Because she was not willing mm-hmm. to put on a glove or get a kitty litter scoop or anything like that to try and examine her own poop to try and find the AirPod. How valuable does it have to be before you are willing to do that? Would you stick your hand in a dirty toilet to get your phone out of it? Yeah, I would. Really? Yeah. I mean, so the phone's not going anywhere. You can't like there's a log floating there. You're going to reach Ew. around it and grab your phone. Oh, God. Fuck. Well, uh, well, relax. Gonna... It doesn't have to be your log. It could be anybody's log. <laughs> You just made it so much worse. (laughs) Look at the size of this thing. I mean, if this got put, you can't flush this. No, it won't go down. Either way, you're going to have to retrieve it. You can't just, you can't just be like, well, that's my life now. My toilet has an iPhone in it. (laughs) You can't just do that. And of course you're going to retrieve. Yes, of course I'm going to retrieve it. I would probably find something to help me do that. It's Hmm. not a time restricted situation. I mean, it is to a point because if you don't have the waterproof phones, and again, I'm using air quotes right now, by the way, I'm that person that's going to use air quotes, a waterproof phone, you know, you have like a second, you you have a couple seconds, find something you can grab it with immediately, immediately, and then get it out of there. Maybe we should all pick something up or they should sell an obvious toilet retriever for anything that might fall in the toilet. And just like you've got a brush to scrub your toilet and a plunger to unclog your toilet, you've also got the Fisher Outer thing. Are you talking about like one of those dealies that you can like, 
like with the claw on the end and then yes! you, pull the, you pull the trigger like the the the, the bad uh, the the prisoners use to pick up garbage on the side of the road one of those guys <laughs> sure that would be you should put that beside your toilet when you get your new house you should set it up and put that and just don't say a word about it and wait till guests use your bathroom and then they wait to see who asks what the fuck is that thing for in there <laughs> why do you have a pincher in your bathroom what the fuck why that? do you have tongs in there <laughs> The tongs. You go buy some tongs at Dollarama and leave them in there. I like to save the good ones. <laughs> Sometimes you get one you think is a real record breaker. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> hey, honey, call Guinness. <laughs> Let me fish this one out. Let me take you downstairs. I'll show you my greatest hits. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Uh, this is the end of the first week of me staying at my mom's house. How's it going? You know, Kat, I was really not looking forward to it. I wasn't looking forward to it at all. I, it, it almost felt like a step back. You know, I'm an adult and I've owned several homes now. And now I end up in my 40s living with my mom again. But I kept telling myself, it's all right. It's only two months until I get the new place. This is okay. I can live with mom. She's probably thrilled to have me there. Most people would be, but <laughs> I'm kidding. She, uh, she just continuously finds new ways to raise her hospitality game. I got back from work yesterday. She did my laundry, folded it the wow. best that it's been folded in about 24 years. Wow. And put it away in the dresser that she put in for me. She what? set up a TV for me in a room that doesn't usually have a TV in it. Wow. Fire stick and everything. It's amazing, this hospitality. She has food ready for me. She'll make me a sandwich. And the problem is now, I can't get used to this. I certainly can't expect yeah. my girlfriend to do my laundry. So I have got to find a way to enjoy this for two months and then make a clean break back to the life that I've always led. Do you tone it down? Do you t or you tell your mom, I mean, to tone it down? Say, hey, mom, it's too good here. Why don't you just be a, be a bitch for a little bit for me? Or do, do something mean. I'm Throw not going to tell my mom to be floor. a bitch, first off. That's a horrible <laughs> way to put it. I'm just wondering if you could hint to her that at least, you know what? Enjoy the perks. Absolutely. Ha live like this. But the week before you move into your house, that's when she needs to start doing things to encourage you to leave. And maybe she will. Have you ever thought about that? Have you ever thought this is like the honeymoon phase of this short-term situation? Mm -hmm. Like this is week one. So she's making you comfortable, setting up your room, doing your laundry. Maybe she plans on stopping cold turkey because she doesn't want you to get too used to that. But she also loves you, and you're her son. So she wants to make you feel comfortable, but not too comfortable. So eventually maybe she'll switch that up. Is there anything to that? Everything that I've seen so far tells me that she's got a long-term plan in mind, and that involves me not leaving. Because everything she's doing makes me not want to leave. How does your girlfriend feel about that then? Well, I try not tell her because I don't want to make her think the bar has been raised or anything like that. But it's kind of been raised. Your mom is your mom, though. It's mm -hmm. not your girlfriend. Fully understand that. And I agree with you, Kat. She's a hardworking woman. Yes, she and is. has her own shit and is an independent woman. She's busier than I am. See? Very, very busy. So you, I mean, you know that. So it's not like you're disrespecting your girlfriend by enjoying the perks, but I say you enjoy the perks and, and until you until you leave. I uh, I might come over for dinner. What's tonight? <laughs> oh shit! Who knows? Boy, if she steps it up on the weekends, look out. I'm I'm getting a kitchen reno done, so I've got no kitchen for a couple days. 
I might find myself at your mom's house. I'm not going <laughs> to lie to you. And I'm bringing my whole fucking family. <laughs> okay, before I tell you what I'm doing tonight, what does your reno involve? How, how thorough is this? How in-depth are you going? You know what? It escalated real quick. So it started with me getting a quote for our kitchen island. It's a weird, it's an L-shaped island, and it's raised on one side. And I don't like the bar height thing. It doesn't really function well for my family. And it's- well, bar height for me is very different from bar height for you. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. But we'll it- put in a step stool for cat. <laughs> climb a ladder to get there it's crazy (laughs) no I just it doesn't function well for my family so anyway the whole purpose of me um calling up the guys who did my kitchen in the last house was you know what I just want to knock this island out and put up a fresh one well you know what happened Uh they showed up Uh took a look at it and went yeah 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 is there anything else that you're considering and well as you you know now that you mentioned it I don't love these cabinets so could me maybe just put a new cabinet facing in this and it has has now escalated to a full-on everything's getting smashed up brand new appliances it's very many monies later, the whole kitchen. And we're putting electrical to the island now. We weren't going to do that before because there is none currently. We are because I'm putting in a wine Not fridge. Not currently. I'm still... Uh-huh. <laughs> I get it. Uh, putting in a wine fridge now. Like we are just... We, it esca- like I said, it escalated real quick. You got sold. I got sold. But in all fairness, they're a good group of people. And don't you feel like if someone's in your house to do something anyway... And maybe this is the wrong mentality to have. Maybe this is why I spend money on things I don't, I shouldn't spend money on. But you're in my house anyway. Like, I'm probably going to want to get it done in a couple years. Yeah, why don't you just do it now? Right. So if you're in here bashing up the island, you might as well bash up the whole kitchen and the floors, by the way. The whole thing. The whole fucking you're thing. You're even redoing the floors. I'm redoing the floors. I hate travertine. Like, is it travertine floors? Is that what it's called? Don't like them. Anyway, <laughs> they're getting it. They're out. <laughs> How crazy! Don't don't tell me how much, but is it like crazy expensive? It's not. Yeah, yeah. Like I won't be spending money on anything else for a long time. Well, where'd you get that kind of money? What the fuck? Oh, wouldn't you like to know? Yeah, I would like to know. <laughs> Credit I sure card? shit don't have any. Mas- I'm living with my mom, and you're ripping out kitchens First- just because you don't like the floor. First name master, last name card. <laughs> uh, the COVID cases for today are out. It's getting weird, cat. Our seven-day average is now up to 625 because today, just shy of 800 new cases, 793. Oh, Scott, it is asking. Now, (sighs) what's going on? Because it seems very, very, very coincidental that all of a sudden, with really nothing to, to trace back to other than Halloween. Yeah. It seems really, really random that all of a sudden, right as Health Canada is getting ready to approve these shots for kids, these numbers are going up. Yeah, that is, an, that is interesting timing. But again, like we're, we are moving indoors. That's true. I got to tell you, I've been to a couple of places over the last few months that, that did make me a little uncomfortable. Like what? Mostly kid stuff. Really? Yeah, indoor kids activities. And I see what happens at them and I'm like, there's a lot of people here. This to me, I'm feeling like, should I, should I have done this? Should I pull out of things that I'm already supposed to go to because I don't want to get sick, and I don't want to get anyone else sick if I am sick. And I see a lot of that now. A lot of, oh, it was going to be in person, but now we're going to go virtual. But there are a lot of outdoor things happening, which is fine. There are Christmassy things happening, but it's the indoor stuff that's ramping up, and the fact that it is, yeah, it's colder, so we're all going to be inside, and that's what happens. It travels a, a lot quicker that way. I just find it so coincidental, we'll call it. And you can draw from that what you think. 793 new cases today, 711 yesterday, and it's just going to keep going up. Maybe it is the cold weather. 
maybe this is just the world's most elaborate promo for get your kids vaccinated. Do you think they're making, they're not making shit up. They're not making these numbers up. I don't know that they are or not. I, I, you, I, you have, okay. So, but be honest. So do you have a feeling that these numbers are being fudged to make it seem worse? So people are more likely to vaccinate their children. Is that what you're saying? Um, n- no, not a hard no, but no, <laughs> you're I not don't con- think you're not convincing me. Yeah, you know, Kat, there's just too much going on around here. Yeah. You know, I mean, we, uh, these numbers are going up because, yeah, they really want to get the kids vaxxed. And uh, what was it Dr. Anthony Fauci said yesterday? You can look this up if you want. Fauci yesterday was on NBC News. And Dr. Fauci said that when it comes to the vaccinations, the U.S. is experiencing way, way, way more hospitalizations of the vaccinated mm-hmm. because they don't have booster shots. Yeah, here and we go with the boosters, man. Y- you know, and it's yeah. just really fucking weird. Do we just have that much supply that they want to use it up? Or why is everyone so hell-bent on everybody must have this shot in their arm when we have new therapeutics? Pfizer themselves has got this pill. The U.S. just ordered five billion dollars worth of those pills so that people who are unvaxxed and end up in the hospital can take a pill and it'll turn into a cold and they can go home. I mean, with that, with the already high number of vaccinations anyway, I just don't understand why there is uh, um, this all of a sudden huge push for boosters. I, I really don't understand it. And, and I still think back to this time last year, why Last year, we didn't even have this shot. We didn't. And, and they swore, oh, this is the vaccine that's going to get us out of the pandemic. And then they played around with the mixing and matching, and they played around around with the interval of dosing. And, and then they started to say things like, well, you might need a third shot at the end of the day. And I'm starting to think, nobody even remotely hinted at that a year ago. They said, this is a vaccine that will protect you. Right. And, and if... There's that many cases that Fauci himself comes out on NBC News and says there's way too many people that are fully vaccinated ending up in hospital because they haven't had a booster yet. It kind of tells me that in a year we still don't know everything we need to know about this vaccine. I'm sorry, but that's just the way it seems to me if we're Mm -hmm. still learning about what it does and how it works. Yeah. I hear what you're saying. It's just is there is there something nothing to though that there it is a learning process with it. We are still learning. Um, yeah. I don't understand how easy it is to make a dose stronger. I'm not going to pretend to begin to know anything about that. But the booster thing, is it's an interesting one for me because I'm thinking, well, obviously there wasn't, was there not enough in the first second or is this just how it's going to be? We know that there's multiple doses for things. There, all, there always has been for children, for example. Sure. You go for two or three rounds sometimes when you're talking about those, the ones that they get before age five. I've been many a times with my kids to get those. One of those is a booster. And one of those is a booster. Mm-hmm. Exactly. That's what they are. They're called booster shots. So I understand the whole booster thing. But three in this period of time. That's three in six months. For me, makes me wonder, do we need, are, are, they, are they going back and rejigging this formula? That's the best way I could like say it and ask it. Are they thinking about that? Or are they just hoping the pill will help out? Because that's not a, it's, it's a Pfizer has a pill too. It's the uh, Pfizer and, and Merck, Merck both have pills. Pfizer is uh, likely going to be approved before Merck, even though Merck mm. filed first. Because we love Pfizer. Gotta love Pfizer. Jeez Louise. Ugh. 
Yeah, I mean, the other one that worries me or concerns me or <clears throat> maybe it's just a little red flag. They are, again, so hell-bent on getting needles in everyone's arms that we're willing to fire people over it, including healthcare workers and, and so on and so forth. But they refuse to accept that people who have already had COVID have natural antibodies. I, I don't know. Are we really seriously studying this? Because why would they need a shot if they've got the antibodies? Why can't we just consider them fully vaxxed mm -hmm. if they've had COVID in the last six months? Mm -hmm. But I mean, if we do follow the advice on boosters, boosters will be approved for every adult in America today as well by the CDC. That's a, a leak that came out today. If, if we do get this booster and it's supposed to be six months after, that's three of these vaccines in six months. An average of two months. One shot gives you two months of protection because what that tells me is we're going to need six a year at some point. Well, if that's the way it works, because that's not the way it works for others, for other boosters. Once you're done, you're done. Or you don't have to go back until your teenage years, maybe, or something, and then you're done. I mean, I haven't had a vaccine in a long time. Me either. So, hmm. but again, we, this is a work in progress here, this vaccine. So that's where I give it a little bit of, okay, well, they're still trying to figure it out. Maybe if they make those... Again, I, I use the word stronger because I don't know how else to, to say it. But if they find a dose that makes sense, then maybe we will be able to here forward go, okay, yep, no, no, no. It's going to be one shot here, six months later, this shot, that's your booster, and that's it because it's stronger now. You know? Will three be it? Are you going to need a booster for your booster? Will you need four? Will you need five? Is this going to be an annual thing like the flu shot? Well, that's another thing that people have brought up before because it isn't exactly the same as the flu shot, but we know that COVID isn't going to go bye-bye. It's not going to... Okay, I shouldn't say that because there is apparently a chance that it could one day go bye-bye and never come back. I'm not saying there's not a chance, but like the flu, different strains pop up. Different strains of coronavirus have already popped up. We mm -hmm. know that. There's many. They mutate. That's how viruses work. They all mutate, these kinds of viruses. So I'm fully expecting that we'll probably have one or two here or there. It's just a matter of, is it going to be strong enough to outlast all of those mutations? I don't know what the answer is, and neither do they. Does Pfizer have any incentive at all to make a fully effective vaccine that prevents you from getting it? Because right now we're buying billions and billions and billions I mean, of dollars of their drugs to keep boosting. You want to talk about pharmaceutical conspiracy. I mean, we could be here all day. I, I don't disagree with you. And I think there's a lot of shit going on there. I think we all know that. But who el what else do we have? Rapid tests. We should rapid test Just the shit test out of everybody. Just test the shit out of everybody constantly. Test, 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 test. Yeah, I don't know. Um, last thing I want to mention here is, uh, oh, sorry, one more thing before we move on. The city of Toronto who are on it, by the way. John Tory and his team at Toronto City Hall have done a hell of a job getting creative about their vaccinations and different programs and locations and going to where people are. So full credit to John and the team at Toronto Public Health. But they did a survey because they wanted to know what to expect from parents vaccinating their kids. The vaccine is now approved in Canada for kids 5 to 11 years old. 60% said they will absolutely or likely get their kids vaccinated as soon as possible. That was one of the stats, and you can read into that whatever you will. To me, that's good that 60% are going to get their kids the vax. They've made the decision and done their research or trust science or whatever shit we're going with today. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm wondering about the other 40% and what kind of an impact that has on us overall. And Anthony Fury at the Toronto Sun specifically asked, can we see the rest of the survey? They wouldn't give it out. Oh, interesting. Uh, apparently, public health is not very public anymore. 
Why would they hide what else is in there? Because it makes me wonder what else is in that. Because it must be concerning. If this was all sunshine and roses that 90% of parents want to get their kids vaxxed, we'll be having a great Christmas this year with huge widespread public protection. Or does it have some real serious objections? Does it indicate that there are a lot of parents who are vaxxed themselves that don't necessarily want to put it in their kid? Does that survey say there's a lot more people that would be happier with their kid developing immunity through having contracted COVID because it typically doesn't have the same impact on kids that it has on adults or seniors, for example? I don't know. We can only speculate, and we have to speculate because they haven't released the rest of that data. And if they weren't going to release it, I don't know why they said they had it. Why? That's frustrating. Last thing I want to ask you, and we'll go quick because I know we're late. What, uh, what's wrong with going to a bar by yourself? Oh, <laughs> yeah. What's wrong with... Okay, I'm glad, that, I'm glad that you're bringing this up. There's nothing wrong with it. I don't think there's anything wrong with it. I'm doing it today. And somebody said to me, by yourself? Yeah. And I said, yeah, I like to do that. After work, most of my other friends are working. I find it nice and relaxing to go sit at a bar at a pub, especially yeah. on a Friday, yeah. and have a few beers. Yeah. Uh, can I just say, I think that I think that more people should do that. Now, do you do it regularly? Like, how often do you do that? I haven't had time. This is one of the things that's great about it, is the bar that I want to go to happens to be walking distance from my mom's house. Perfect. I haven't had a Friday where I have nothing to do after work in months. Yeah. So today, I'm going to go and not necessarily tie one on, but uh, something's getting tied. Okay. Very good. Very good. I think... Uh, it, it, yeah, I think that there's, I don't know what it is about someone going to a bar alone that almost has like a stigma It's, it's a stigma, it. yeah. And it reminds me of, you know, when I used to like seat people and stuff at a restaurant, the people come in by themselves. And I always felt bad for the people who are like, it's, nope, it's just me. Like, because sometimes people would ask or will ask, and this might happen to you today. Mm -hmm. Oh, hey, just yourself? Like they'll ask, is it like, oh, are you meeting someone here? Right? Like, that's an automatic, like, who are you meeting here? Mm -hmm. Oh, it's just me going in for a beer. There's nothing wrong with it. And I don't think people look at you funny. I think that we worry more about what we look like doing it than other people care. People actually don't give a shit. But we feel like everyone's looking at me by myself. What do I do? Am I looking at my phone? Am I bringing a book? You know, I have girlfriends that will do it, that do go by themselves. They're like, yeah, I do it. It's very liberating. I'm like, yeah. liberating? That's exactly what my friend said. Not long ago, one of my girlfriends who's single, She's like, I just go by myself. If I want to try a new restaurant, I don't wait for a fucking date. Screw that. I'm going there. I'm having a meal. So I had many questions for her. And, and maybe I'm not helping with the stigma by asking, but I'm like, do you bring a book? Like, what do you do? Uh-huh. You know, like, who are you conversing with? Nobody. So do you look at your phone the whole time? Because that, to me, seems like I wouldn't want to do that. I don't like looking at my phone for long periods of time anyway. But, like, when you're sitting at a restaurant, it's kind of awkward. Are you looking around? Who are you looking at? Is there a TV nearby? What are you doing? So in, it, everybody's different. They you, are. Are you just good scrolling on your phone? I feel like you're the type that'd be fine with your phone. Yeah, I'm good with my phone. Occasionally, you'll find a copy of the Toronto Sun or something sitting on the bar, and that's all well and good. I, uh, I, I like going to a bar. I like to people watch. I like the atmosphere. Obviously, I like cold, fresh beer. Sure. Everything about it is appealing to me, but it's weird how many people think it's weird to go into a bar on your own. The only downside to it that I've seen so far is occasionally you'll meet a bartender who thinks, oh, he's not here. I guess I better talk to him. 
and the bartender's trying to make conversation right. with you, and I really just want to be left alone. Yeah. I'm not in the mood to talk. Well, it's not that I'm not in the mood. It's just I didn't go in there to talk to a stranger. I went in to sit and just have a beer. Right. Probably three. No more than three, but I'll probably have three draft yeah. beers, and then I'm going to walk home and take a little nap. How many times has this happened? And this is a good little test, because if, if you're like me and you've never actually done it, never actually sat down by yourself, you know, aside from when I'm working, I remember working at the mall, for example. Okay, I'd, have, I'd be on lunch break. I go to the food court, get lunch, I sit by myself. Who am mm-hmm. I going to sit with? I'm not going to make friends with someone randomly. Sit by myself. So aside from those scenarios, here's a good test, because this, this is where I'm okay. Is if I'm meeting a group of people, and let's say I'm early, we're meeting at 7, I'm there at quarter 2. I'll still go in by myself, and I know I'm there for 15 minutes by myself. There are some people that will sit in their car and just wait. Yeah. They don't want to go in there by themselves. It's weird. I'm not going in there by myself. But it's Why not is that? weird. Yeah. It's, um, it shouldn't be. And I feel like we should also perp- all purposely go, d- never mind just sitting at a bar, because that's one thing. There's going to be more than one of you. Sure. It's not just going to be you there yep. at a bar. But I'm talking about sit down for dinner or lunch by yourself. Mm-hmm. Enjoy a little me time. I don't think enough people will do that. But people should do that. It's probably good for us. It's great for you. Yeah. I think it's good. I think the stigma needs to go. And I am going to leave the charge in about 20 minutes. Let's wrap it up. (laughs) I love it. Let's do that. Guys, have a fantastic weekend. Enjoy it. And we will be right back here on Monday. CVS announced that it will close 900 stores over the next three years. Right now, JCPenney is like, wait, how did we make it through the pandemic and you guys didn't? Sounds like a lot of closings, but all 900 of those CVS stores were on the same block. (laughs) Hey, this is fun. In a recent interview, uh, Dwayne Johnson said that he wants to be the next James Bond. You'll know that he's been cast when they announce the next Bond villain is Carbs. The NFL announced that it will heighten its coronavirus protocols amid rising cases across the country. Starting this weekend, Aaron Rodgers will be forced to attend the huddle via Zoom. New York Jets quarterback Joe Flacco announced that he is not vaccinated against the coronavirus and said that he, quote, has his reasons. I mean, he's a backup quarterback on the Jets. I assume his reason is that he's ready to die. The After 9 podcast is powered by Tony Johal, broker at REMAX Twin City. Your home sold, guaranteed, or he'll buy it. Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance (laughs) recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.